0: Welcome to the Sunship and Sexuality Podcast, I'm Augustine Mendoza, and today our episode is called Know Your Kryptonite. Probably one of the most famous superheroes, if not the most famous of all superheroes, is Superman. He's probably my favorite superhero up there with Spider-Man, Green Arrow, Batman, all of them are really great. But I can honestly and boldly say that Superman has the best superhero TV show by far. Don't at me, I think that's for real. Yes, I'm talking about the TV show Smallville. Um, It is the perfect early 2000s style show that includes really good character development, some stellar acting, and enough nerd references to make me stay engaged the entire time. I love Smallville, you gotta check it out um, if you haven't already. Um, One of my favorite elements of the show is seeing Clark Kent grow and develop as a character. He slowly but surely goes from farm boy to the man of steel. A constant threat to him throughout the show, and we know this threat plagues him as a full-fledged superhero, is Kryptonite. Kryptonite is green rock that comes from his home planet of Krypton. It weakens Clark and eventually Superman, until he is at best the strength of a normal man. Um, At worst, uh, due to too long of exposure, it can kill him. Yes, you just got a taste of nerd Augustine. I am kind of a nerd if you didn't already know. Um, But yeah, I'm a little nerdy. Anyway, Kryptonite is Clark Kent's greatest threat, his greatest weakness. And his enemies eventually do find this out um, and they use it against him. However, when Kryptonite isn't around, Clark Kent or Superman is powerful, bulletproof, can shoot fire from his eyes, can fly, can do just about anything. Um, And I believe this is a powerful picture that we can use in regard to our fight for sexual integrity. So as we fight to be pure, we do have a weakness and our enemy knows about it. The thing about the enemy is that he is both sneaky and strategic. We talked about that a little bit in our previous episode, and I gave you some practical tools to deal with temptation in the moment. But in this episode, we're going to take things a little deeper. We want to identify our weaknesses, our kryptonite, if you will, so we are better prepared to never go near tempting situations. You see, there are two kinds of instances when Clark would find himself around kryptonite. Either one of his enemies is using it actively against him, or he stumbled into a situation and didn't know the kryptonite was there. In a similar way, when we find ourselves around pornography or areas of sexual temptation, you can be sure it is one of two things. We are being strategically targeted by our enemy or we just accidentally stumbled across it. The key in this is knowing that is that we need to understand the warning signs before we get Exposed to our kryptonite. In this episode, I want to help you identify your areas of weakness, your areas of kryptonite, so that when you realize that you are in a moment of weakness, you can mentally identify where you're at, just like Clark did, and do also like Clark did, and get out. Get out of the room, run away from that kryptonite, lest you be exposed and weakened to the point where the enemy can take you out. Again, if you can engage your mind. When you find yourself struggling with sexual temptation, you will realize that when you are tempted, that it is far less of a random attack from the enemy than you actually believe it is. The enemy is most likely targeting your weakness, your area of kryptonite on purpose. When you're struggling with temptation, you have to answer the deeper question. Only you can really answer this. What's really going on? What led you to this moment of temptation. Again, you'd be surprised about how common your patterns are in temptation when you get to those moments. There's an easy principle that I have used over the years for myself and for many other people to help them identify their weakness or their kryptonite. This is not an exhaustive list by any means. There's a lot of other ways that we could go about this, but for the purposes of this podcast episode, we're going to talk about these four things. These four things come from the HALT principle. Um, Many of you may have heard of the HALT principle, um, but HALT, H-A-L-T principle, um, stands, it's an acronym that stands for hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. Again, these are common areas of weakness or kryptonite that often serve as triggers that lead to temptation. So let's go and look at each of these four areas and hopefully you can identify which of these areas uh, or kryptonite are used against you by the enemy that lead you into sexual temptation. The first kryptonite or area of weakness from the HALT principle is hungry. Well, we all know that when we're hungry, we tend to not think very clearly. Think of that famous Snickers commercial And their tagline, you're not you when you're hungry. When we aren't taking care of our bodies with physical sustenance, it often impacts our brain and the strength of our mental toughness. Think about the story of Jesus in the wilderness as he fasts for 40 days. What is the first temptation that the enemy brings to Jesus? Food. The enemy tells Jesus to turn the rocks in front of him into bread. The enemy knows Jesus was hungry and used his hunger to tempt Jesus into doing the wrong thing. How much more will the enemy use food or the lack thereof to tempt us? I think of in Colorado, there's this ominous trail along the side of Pikes Peak that follows an old cog railway. It is a steep, and I mean very steep, trail that is about a mile long, but that mile long is straight up. People call it a hike, it's more like a climb. And Due to the elevation and the constant climbing to get to the top, it is tough. I've done this trail about six or seven times, I think. Uh, But one time when I did it, I didn't really eat enough breakfast before going up. If I thought the trail was tough before, I did not know what to expect when (laughs) I tried to do it on a near empty stomach. Purity is a lot like the incline. Purity is an uphill climb in our culture. The enemy would love to take you out because you're not feeding yourself, taking care of your body, not drinking enough water if you're on the height. In the same way, the, the enemy wants to take your body and soul and use it against your mind when it comes to areas of temptation. Make sure you are feeding yourself, otherwise, you won't be healthy. In your daily pursuit for sexual integrity. Feeding yourself physically, sure. But you also need to make sure that you're filling yourself emotionally and spiritually as well. We're going to go deeper into that area a little bit later in this episode um, and in a future episode as well. But it's your responsibility to make sure you are taking care of yourself, filling yourself um, so that you're fed physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. The second area of weakness or potential kryptonite that many fall into is the A in HALT, which is angry. When anger is unchecked, it can lead us to make unwise, rushed, and often hurtful decisions. We don't think straight when we're angry, which causes us to say or do things that we really did not mean or deep down really didn't wanna do. Anger that leads to sexual temptation and compromise often feels like resentment bitterness or contempt let me say those again anger often feels like or comes across in our mind as resentment bitterness or contempt the lie that circulates in our mind when we are angry and we want to act out in a sexually compromising way is simply thoughts like you deserve this you've had to deal with this you've had to deal with that stress And so you ought to be able to relax. Take a break. You know what? You deserve a break. Give yourself this. Again, the enemy is sneaky. Using your feelings against you to lead you down a path of compromise. Make sure you guard against your anger. Oftentimes, your anger or your frustration, your resentment, your bitterness towards something else is a self-permission strategy that the enemy uses to lead you into an area of temptation. So make sure that you guard against being angry because it is a large, potentially horrible kryptonite situation for you. Let me give you two quick ways that I've learned how to deal with my anger or my frustration or my bitterness in a healthy way. Number one, um, it's great to open up to uh, close friends, mentors, people that aren't going to be afraid to hear you vent and allow you the space and the freedom to just let that frustration out. It's usually the pent-up frustration or bitterness that leads us to do things compromising for our sexual integrity. So find a couple good, trustworthy people that you can open up to. The second thing that I would encourage you to do, which is sometimes harder for us as Christians, is to open up to God about it. I think sometimes we just think, well, God understands. He knows already, so why would I tell him? And I think if we do that, we discount him being in relationship with us. God wants to be in relationship with us. So he knows about our anger and our frustration that we're feeling, but he wants us to process it with him. So don't cut God out of your processing. So go to him when you're angry. Be like David in the Psalms. Be raw. Be real authentic, God can handle your venting. God can handle your frustration. He isn't irritated with you when you bring those things to him. Just allow yourself to process your frustrations with him. Trust me, he cares enough to sit with you and to help you process it. The third area from the HALT principle that I see is a huge area of kryptonite for a young generation Is the L in HALT which is lonely. This is a tough one especially like I said for young adults and youth today. Loneliness is like a kryptonite that slowly builds up in your system and in a moment can eventually emotionally lead you down a path that provides a quick fix lie. Loneliness seems to be a large theme for young adults today and many think that if they only had the right friends Or if they were just in a relationship with that special someone, then they wouldn't feel this way. They wouldn't feel lonely. But it seems that with all the social media and friends that it brings, it has made a generation just wanting more depth. And this is where the enemy likes to step in. The enemy loves to say that there is emotional intimacy found in giving your body or giving your eyes or giving your mind to another person compromising with pornography or masturbation or sleeping with that person or doing this favor for someone in that there's a false promise from the enemy that you will be gratified that you be filled and you will no longer feel lonely. As loneliness builds in a person and we don't deal with it in a healthy way, those options that go in our mind that we say, oh, we would never do that, they suddenly start to sound more and more appealing. And the thing that you promised you would never do or even think about doing, you're all of a sudden in a moment where you find yourself wanting to do those things. And that's what happens if you don't deal with the kryptonite of loneliness. Loneliness is tough and I wish I could just give you a quick fix of here's how to solve loneliness. Um, In high school, I really felt loneliness a lot and I think it was a big contributing factor for me watching porn because I just wanted to feel better. I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel appreciated, maybe even noticed. But the thing about sleeping with someone or watching porn is that afterwards it actually leaves you feeling more empty, more emotionally drained, and lonelier than before. So what is the answer for loneliness? You have to get to know Jesus as your friend That's cliche. I know you probably just internally rolled your eyes when you heard that just a little bit. It's okay. I did when I was in high school when I heard people say that as well. Um, But really, spending time with Jesus, especially when you feel lonely, is important. Just like we talked about in anger, if you cut God out of your processing of loneliness, He can't help you. He wants to be there. He wants to talk to you. He actually wants to use the loneliness that you feel to deepen your relationship with him, to really and authentically know him as a friend. So what does that look like? How do I go to Jesus in my loneliness? Man, honestly, for some of you, you just have to go into a room and cry and talk to Jesus, be vulnerable, like we talked about with David with his anger, but with your sadness, with your loneliness, Jesus sees that and he wants to, have conversation with you and speak things to you and remind you of who he says that you are. But if you don't give him the space to do that, we run to other things that want to tell us counterfeit or compromising things about who we are. And I know it sounds a little weird to go into a room and just talk to Jesus, but try it. Seriously, just try it. He wants to talk with you. If it's not your room, go on a hike, go, go on a trail somewhere, go for a bike ride, Um, sometimes I would go on a basketball court by myself. And as I'm shooting, I would just be having this conversation with Jesus. Sometimes it's just kind of a few words at a time. Sometimes it's me sitting with the ball and just having a couple sentences. It's just, Jesus, this is how I feel. (sighs) Would you just meet with me here? Would you just say something? Would you encourage me? Would you remind me of who I am? And again, it sounds a little weird, but if you do it in your loneliness, He is faithful to meet you there. He is near, he is close, and he has something he wants to say. He has something he wants to give you, but you have to put yourself in that position, in that place, um, on that trail, on the bike, wherever it is for you, where you can just have a conversation with him. The final kryptonite that we're gonna talk about in today's episode um, is the T in HALT, and that is tired, tired. And I'll just start by saying this one is... The one that has gotten me in the most trouble of all four um, and I think it's partially because of my personality. I love the Enneagram because it helps me understand some key things about myself and how I can continually grow and be transformed in the likeness of Christ. I'm not there yet but the Enneagram gives me a good kind of marker of where I'm at now and where I need to continue to grow. I'm an Enneagram 3. I'm an achiever. And I love doing things and being recognized for it. The Lord has been teaching me to balance doing things with excellence and yet not being defined by what I do, but being defined by sonship. It's been a journey and I'm still growing in that for sure. And I think I will continually grow in that for the rest of my life. But I say all that to say that those who are hard workers, achievers, love to be super involved, serving in a lot of different areas. You are the people that are very prone to dealing with the kryptonite of tired, tiredness. Being tired is often synonymous with stress or feeling run down or spent. If you've ever come back to your room after a long day and you just collapse and you're like, I am just utterly spent. Today was crazy or this week was crazy. Then you are in danger of running into this temptation, this kryptonite area of being tired. Now, feeling this way isn't necessarily a bad thing, it just matters how we deal with our tired hearts, minds, bodies, and souls. In my life, I've seen how when I'm stressed, super tired, or had a really crazy week, that the coming weekend is where I really need to keep my guard up, because that's when the enemy will strike with temptation. Why? Because he knows I'm weak then. I'm tired and I won't put up much resistance. I'm mentally drained from all the studying I did that week or physically drained because it was just a really taxing work week Um, or spiritually dry because I didn't spend as much time with God this week as I should. So he's using that Friday night, that Saturday to target me. The enemy is a coward and, and I hate it, but he's a strategic coward and will come with temptation when you're at your weakest place. The enemy especially uses porn in these situations um, because he knows it's very accessible. He knows it's very readily available, that you don't have to leave your room, you don't have to leave your bed. You can see it wherever, on your phone, on your laptop, iPad, whatever. And that's where a big part of my struggle with pornography was, was after a crazy week. Um, It was an easy escape. It was an easy letdown from how tired I was really feeling. So let me give you guys three really quick tips that I've used, especially in this area of being tired and letting that be a kryptonite and how to kind of combat that to make sure you don't put yourself in a compromising situation. Number one is sleep. And again, there's the internal eye roll. But no, literally, it's like so important to take a nap or go to bed earlier. Give your body the rest it actually needs. Um, and, And so often with youth and young adults, we don't get enough sleep. So make sure you're getting enough sleep because that will help you combat this area of kryptonite. The second thing I would say that would help in this area of kryptonite is do soul refreshing things. Do soul refreshing things. Go do something that refreshes your soul. Oftentimes when we are tired, we are more so tired emotionally and mentally not necessarily physically it may feel like it is physically but really it's our emotional or mental state we need to refresh our soul with something life-giving a passion hobby or something that you enjoy that has no ties to work Um, it's just something that refreshes you for example for me that's basketball or going outside or or right here in Tulsa, going on a bike ride on Riverside, something that's just refreshing for you, renewing for you. It's good for your soul, and it doesn't take a whole lot from you emotionally or mentally, but it gives you a lot emotionally or mentally. So do soul-refreshing things. The third thing uh, that I would say is if you really want to bring Jesus into this process, then spend time with him. So the third thing is just spend time with Jesus. When you're tired... That's when you have every excuse not to. But just like we've talked about in all the other elements of the Halt principle, if you bring Jesus into it, he meets you there in your process. In Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30, it's one of my favorite passages of scripture. Jesus says, come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, if you're feeling tired and you know that that's an area of kryptonite that the enemy loves to use against you, the enemy loves to come at you when you're tired, and and that's when the struggle with pornography comes up, or when you feel like you need to compromise in this way to feel better, man, take Jesus at his word and literally just give. Go spend time with him. Allow him to take your stress and tired soul and give you refreshing life. Now, really practically, that might not mean just going to your room or getting on your bed or being alone. Sometimes that means to avoid temptation, to avoid a kryptonite situation, you need to literally go out. So go out to a public park, go to a coffee shop. Um, maybe it's it, it's at a gym or maybe it's your favorite library or bookstore. Go somewhere public so you don't find yourself slipping into an unhealthy, tired pattern, but that being in a public place and maybe with a cup of coffee would be helpful. Open up the word. Turn on some worship music. Sit quiet and be still in his presence and allow the Lord to refresh you. I think sometimes we aren't feeling refreshed in our inner being, because we're not actually putting ourselves in a place physically to receive. We say, oh yeah, I'll receive from God in my 10-minute ride to work and I'm putting worship music on the car. You're not really resting. You're not really receiving from him. So what does it look like for you on your day-to-day, week-to-week, where you're allowing the Lord to give you his presence, give you words of encouragement, speak life to you, refresh you through his presence, living word what does that look like john maxwell would use the illustration of his chair he would always just spend a few minutes every day some days would be longer some days would be shorter where he would just go to his chair he would call it and in that chair he would listen he would read and he would just receive from the lord for that day so what's your chair What's your chair where when you're tired, you go to this spot, you go to this place and you receive. A lot of times we don't know what our chair is because we've never thought about it. So I'd encourage you, what is your chair? Find your chair, find your process for allowing the Lord to refresh your soul. And in doing so, through any of these areas of hungry, angry, lonely, tired, in any of these places, you need to be able to answer strategically, here's how I receive from the lord so that i don't act out on this potentially crippling kryptonite so in review know your kryptonite why because if you know your kryptonite if you can identify it then you won't walk into the enemy's plane of getting you when you're vulnerable know when you're hungry know when you're angry know when you're lonely and know when you're tired and if you can identify your kryptonite. Run away from those situations and also figure out how you are reviving yourself, receiving from the Lord, renewing yourself so that you can stay away from kryptonite and better guard against temptation. One way to guard yourself against temptation is covenant eyes. And I just wanted to remind you all, if you want to try a free month of covenant eyes on your laptop or on your phone, iPad, whatever, you can do that with my promo code MENDOZA30. It's in my Instagram bio. Feel free to go and copy and paste it there. Covenant Eyes really helped me when I sometimes stumbled into my kryptonite situations. And I know it can help you too. Regardless of your area of kryptonite, whether you struggle and hang hungry angry lonely tired uh, any of those areas covenant eyes can be a really great protection for you regardless of where you are in your walk of purity in your walk of sexual integrity um covenant eyes can be a great shield a protection for you when you feel vulnerable thank you guys for joining another episode of the sonship and sexuality podcast i pray that you learned a bit more about yourself about how to guard against your kryptonite And I just want to challenge you to continue pursuing Jesus in this. Continue to pursue Jesus and allow him to strengthen, affirm, and encourage you in your walk for sexual integrity. Until next time, run from your kryptonite and run to Jesus.